the South Carolina fun continues. It's the y'all show as we are still in Holly Hill, South Carolina. But boy, did we go a lot of places on Wednesday that we'll report to you here. Welcome. It's the y'all show with John Rawl. And we have our South Carolina passport and we're stamping it all over the Palmetto State here this week. And we appreciate y'all riding along with us. Here on the Y'all Show, we go all over the South with a mixture of talk about the South, gossip about the South. We have all the fun stuff going on in this region, and we do it each and every Monday through Friday. If you are fortunate to catch us on a great radio station, we thank all those great radio stations that carry the Y'all Show each and every day. Or maybe you're getting us in any of the streaming options out there. Thank y'all so much for that. Remember, we're on TuneIn Radio. We're also on the iTunes podcast option. If you have the Apple iTunes purple icon, and we're on iHeartRadio. So several different options for you, all free of charge. Just search for Y'all Show, and it's right there awaiting your download. And, of course, you can also find us on our website, y'all.com, Y-A-L-L.com. And let's see, am I leaving something out? Oh, yeah, you can call us anytime if you'd like. Our number is 803-816-1170. That's a text number. That is a number you can call 24-7, 803-816-1170. If you have a question or a comment, we would love to get your feedback here on the All Southern Program. Coming up on the Y'all Show, we've got a lot of headlines coming from throughout the entire Southeast, starting with some comments Joe Biden made that tie into the Southeast. We'll have some political talk, and we'll also have some other good stuff from around the region in just a moment. And then later this hour, we have our Festive South feature. We'll let you know some of the cool places besides South Carolina that maybe you can squeeze in before the month of June is up. We've got some music festivals. We've got some vegetables, uh, festivals that are kind of vegetables. That's a good term. We've got some vegetables. Those are festivals that have to do with food items like peaches which peaches are a fruit i realize that but boy there are some good summertime festivals that have to do with crops harvested in the summer month and so you can check that out we'll have a breakdown of a bunch of stuff across the southeast in our festive south feature later this hour when we go to hour two we'll get it going with a look at new books out on the new york times bestsellers list if you're looking to get a good summertime read we'll share with you some of the options that when we start hour two then we'll kind of look at y'all.com and look at the fun stuff on there right now if you haven't gone to y'all.com lately we encourage you very, very highly encourage you to go on there and see what all's on the pages that Clark Shelton and the staff of y'all.com have pinned and put up there. Some really fun stuff, some really informative stuff at y'all.com. We'll have a look at that at the start of the second hour. Then we'll have our SEC spotlight as a couple of teams from the Southeastern Conference have already packed their bags and left Omaha as they essentially went 0-2 in the college world series we'll let you know who those two teams are and what else is on the line for the remaining sec teams in the college world series that in hour two and we'll look at the other headlines of the sec when that time occurs later in the second hour we'll start off today's headlines with joe biden the former vice president he's not apologizing for apologizing for remarks on segregationist senators that's right as he's refused to back down amid a torrent of criticism from rival Democratic presidential hopefuls for saying the Senate, quote, got things done with civility 
even when the body included segregationists. I assume he's talking about Strom Thurmond of South Carolina, who he served with for decades. He's also talking about people like Jim Eastland, Big Jim Eastland of Mississippi and Herman Talmadge of Georgia, all served alongside Joe Biden at one point. At a fundraiser in New York on Tuesday, Biden pointed to long-dead segregationist leaders, Eastland and Talmadge, to argue that Washington functioned more smoothly a generation ago than under today's broken hyper-partisanship. And Biden said of those two, we didn't agree on much of anything. And he went on to say, one of the meanest guys I ever knew, talking about one of those two, and said that Eastland called him son, though not boy, a reference to the racist way many whites addressed black men at the time. And he said that even in that Senate, at least there was some civility. We got things done. And now others are saying, whoa, you got to be kidding me. Cory Booker of New Jersey, one of the two major black candidates seeking the nomination for president on the Democratic side. He said he was disappointed in Joe Biden's comments and called on Biden to apologize. The New Jersey Democrat said in a statement, I have to tell Vice President Biden as someone I respect that he is wrong for using his relationships with Eastland and Talmadge as examples of how to bring our country together. The best of who we are and not the worst are his campaign message for 2020. Joe Biden of Pennsylvania originally, and then, of course, spent his political career in the first state in Delaware. And he's in hot water amongst the Democratic side with his comments. What do they call uh, President Trump calls him Sleepy Joe or something like that? I think Sleepy Joe might need to wake up and keep 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 controversial comments like that maybe from coming out. But, hey, we'll see if he withstands the, the media fury as Donald Trump did back in 2016 when Trump had things in his past and or at the present said that bit him in the butt. But Trump kept on trucking. Speaking of the president, a man's been arrested for slapping a reporter's hand at Trump's Orlando, Florida rally on Tuesday night. Authorities in the Orlando area say a man was arrested outside the arena there where President Trump made his re-election announcement for trying to slap a cell phone out of a journalist's hand. Orlando police said that 51-year-old Daniel Kessner is facing a battery charge for trying to slap the phone out of the hand of Orlando Sentinel reporter Michael Williams. A arrest report says Williams was filming Kessner arguing with another man outside the Amway Sitter, and in a tweet, Williams said he was recording Kessner, a Trump supporter, being kicked out of the arena Tuesday evening. Online court records show no attorney listed for Kessner. In a separate incident, a man was arrested for disorderly conduct for shoving another man about a block from that arena in Orlando. Again, President Trump was in Central Florida on Tuesday, launching his 2020 re-election campaign at a huge rally at the Amway Center in Orlando. Now, here in South Carolina, Fox, CNN, C-SPAN have all been barred from live coverage of the South Carolina 2020 Democratic Convention, where 21 presidential candidates are expected to speak And this is getting a lot of complaints from other networks as the first and only TV outlet MSNBC will be allowed to deliver the live coverage of this Saturday's South Carolina Democratic Convention. 
and C-SPAN, which has never been denied live coverage of a state convention in the network's 40 years, has reluctantly pulled out of the convention and other weekend events sponsored by the Democratic Party in South Carolina. CNN has even filed a complaint. Fox will also be barred from providing live coverage to its viewers. The decision was made by the South Carolina Democratic Party. It was a surprise to the outlets and came just on Wednesday, long after all three networks had begun to ready for live coverage of the nine-hour event, one of the biggest on the Democratic presidential calendar so far. And again, it looks like 21 scheduled to be at this Democratic convention in the Palmetto State in a few days, but looks like most of them will be denied. I assume that the state leadership of the Democratic Party knows what they're talking about. They can afford the negative coverage coming from this decision, but you will have to tune in to the Joy Reeds and the Rachel Maddows of the world on MSNBC if you want to catch this great coverage on Saturday. You can mix in a little Democratic National Convention from South Carolina along with your Fruit Loops on Sunday or Saturday, rather. Disney World. Hey, have y'all considered going to Disney? See, this week I'm in South Carolina going to places like Vance and Cameron and the outskirts of Utahville, even over to Somerton. And let's see, I went to Manning on Wednesday. I could have taken another route on I-95 and headed a little further south, but I chose to come here to God's country this week and, and do my, do my fun and had a, I've had a great time and hope the fun will continue throughout all these areas, including beautiful downtown Holly Hill, South Carolina. However, if I would have gone further south on I-95 this week, I would have been spending a little bit more money because Disney World has increased the price of its annual pass ahead of the opening of the Star Wars land. Now, I had a discussion about this when I was in Florida back in March. I had no idea that they're readying for the August 29th unveiling of the Star Wars land at its Hollywood Studios Park at Walt Disney World Resort. And because of this, I'm no Star Wars aficionado. That's something that, honestly, I can truthfully admit, I don't think I've ever seen one of them. And I know most of you are like scratching your head or stopping the car like, this guy hadn't seen a Star Wars? No, I, I honestly, I haven't. But because so many people like Star Wars, Walt Disney World Resort has been working a long time to make this new attraction there within the Hollywood Studios Park one of the premier features of the Walt Disney World Resort. And so, if you are an annual pass holder of the Platinum, Platinum Plus, and the premier annual pass holder, you will get early access to Star Wars Galaxy Edge at Disney's Hollywood Studios in Orlando with complimentary special preview opportunities planned before the land's opening on the 29th of August. Capacity is limited and will be available on a first-come, first-served basis. More info coming on that. However, the priciest option, the Premier Passport, which grants admission to Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort in Anaheim, California, the annual cost increased $150 to $2,099. Over $2,000 for a passport to go to Walt Disney World? I mean, I know it's got to be a special place, and I know families love to go to Disney. That's a lot of dough. I guess it allows you a lot of perks, but still, that's giving old Mickey Mouse a whole bunch of 
money to play around with. The cost of the Platinum Plus Pass increased by $225 to $1,219. The Disney Platinum Pass increased $225 to $1,119. Now I know why families save up for years to go to Disney World and Orlando and then to Disneyland. Now, Disneyland's new Star Wars land opened May 31st to long lines. If you want to go out to Cali, you can check it out at Disneyland. And again, it's coming in late August to Disney World and to the Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida. But yeah, you're going to be paying a wee bit more money to go to see the Star Wars land. And notice to you, if you didn't know that's coming up soon, notice served. What is the average credit score in Alabama? And I can tell you as a guy who recently tried to get a car, this means a lot to me, but how's your credit score holding up? No, this isn't an infomercial where we're trying to sell you something here. No, if you've got issues with mortgages, credit cards, car loans, credit scores determined by such things as a payment history and the total debt and number of accounts, it can impact a plethora of financial matters. And, of course, the higher the score, the better off you'll be. Credit scores range from a low of 300 to a high of 850. And then you have people like me that don't even have a credit score because I haven't had credit in a long time, which I hear is a good thing, but it's not a good thing if you need to borrow money. So I I guess there's a happy medium out there if you want to get around in today's world. The average, by the way, the average U.S. credit score is, want to take a guess? I got, I told you the range is from 300 to 850. What do y'all think the average credit score is? 680 and falling in the good range based on the Vantage score ranking. Now, Alabama's ranking falls below the national average according to a recent ranking by MoneyWise. The average credit score in the Yellowhammer state is 660. That's 20 points lower, placing it in the fair range. Alabama had the one of the lowest average credit scores in the nation, only coming ahead of Oklahoma with a 660, Texas 659, Georgia 659, and Louisiana in the South had a 653. Mortgage debt in Alabama averages 143,952. That info coming again this week as people are trying to help out their credit scores. And if you want to help yours out, you now know what that national average is, 680. And maybe if you have a good credit score, you can go get that car you've been looking for or a boat or how about a motorcycle, a complete waste of money. Yeah, all of that you can get if you got you a, a good credit score. Let's go to Conway, Arkansas for the next headline. And how about this? This is coming from the president of the University of Central Arkansas, Go Bears. UCA's president has removed a gay pride sign outside the school library. And now students in the community of Conway are reacting. And again, the president of the school, Houston Davis, he ordered that signs were taken down there. One was a quote from Lady Gaga. Uh, anytime Lady Gaga has got a quote on your campus, you, you, you might want to remove it. <laughs> this quote says, being gay is like glitter. It never goes away. Well, I saw this sign. It's kind of a cheesy temporary type looking sign and the president of university of central Arkansas had it removed. And I think there was another on campus removed. And I guess all of this popularity here this year, and it's been going on the last couple of years of gay pride month, I guess is month of June. And I guess he didn't want to see that 
and I can't blame him. I'm kind of tired of some of this stuff showing up on social media. It's gotten a little bit out of hand in my opinion, but if you like that, I guess happy gay month to you. But yeah, at UCA, and I bet you there's a reason he did this. I assume there's probably a sign ordinance of some type there on the campus at UCA. They don't want signs up probably of anything. Of course, you don't hear that in the protest being revealed. Now, when I was watching some of the baseball stuff from Omaha this week on ESPN, I kept seeing this headline pop across from right here in South Carolina that he hate me was missing. Do y'all know who he hate me is? That's former Memphis Maniacs running back Rod Smart. That was the name he had on the back of his jersey in the old original XFL. And he got world-renowned because of that back of his jersey for the Maniacs, that team that had one year in Memphis before the whole league disbanded. Well, he actually went on and had some success in the NFL after that. He actually played for the Carolina Panthers which is maybe part of the reason that he hate me, Rod Smart, was missing in Lancaster County, South Carolina, just outside of Charlotte. And the running back had been found. He he was missing, but guess what? He's been found safe after missing for the last six days. Six days, Rod, he hate me, Smart, was missing somewhere around Lancaster County, perhaps across the border into North Carolina. Now, earlier on Wednesday, police had asked for the public to help in finding Smart after he did not get in touch with anyone and hadn't been seen in those six days. He's 42 years old now, and he played running back not only in the XFL, but in the NFL. He played for both the Panthers and the Philadelphia Eagles during a five-year NFL career, and he's now back safe. And according to the Lancaster County Sheriff's Office, they said that he's been located and he is safe at this time in Lancaster County, right along the Charlotte, North Carolina border. That good news from Rod Smart. He hate me. Well, don't hate us. We got to go to a break. When we come back, we've got more headlines from the Southeast that we're going to get to. You don't want to miss it, including, hey, how about this? We have our first American Indian poet laureate for the entire country. She's from Oklahoma. We'll have the info on that plus more when the Y'all Show gets right back. Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10e included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10e, 128GB, $15 a month after $16.25 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 630.20, pay $32 a month per line with autopay. Day-to-day prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Speed maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee, and restrictions apply. 
You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. When you feel heartburn up in your throat, you'll do anything for fast relief. You might chug milk directly from the source. Okay, girl, easy. You might slurp down an entire slushie in a single breath. Oh, that didn't help. Don't try just anything. Try new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers, the only antacid that melts to leave a cooling sensation while it starts working as fast as now to relieve heartburn. Oh, that's better. Soothe the burn with new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers. Use as directed. This is y'all, and we are in the Palmetto State. We're still in the Holly Hill, South Carolina, greater Utahville area, broadcasting with a show that's all about the South. I appreciate our gracious host here, Matt and Miss Jenny. They've done a wonderful job. Boy, we had a Southern meal on Wednesday evening. Props to Miss Jenny. We had, get this, we had pork chop, grilled pork chop, Done on the grill, by the way, and it had our famous South Carolina mustard-based barbecue with it, fried squash. Oh, gosh, the perfect compliment. I think it was right out of Matthew's garden, if I'm not mistaken, that I saw him actually harvesting in that garden when I rolled into town this week, and that was that was just fantastic. I had to trick my son, telling him it looked kind of like potato chips, and fried squash, if cut correctly, kind of do look like potato chips. Oh, it was delish. And we also had butter beans, peas. Oh, gosh, delicious stuff. Corn. Oh, oh, oh. Is there anything better than tomatoes and corn in the summertime? No, I don't think so. It was it was great. But that that's not all. Okay, that is not all. I mean, they went out. They rolled out the bright red carpet for the Rawls here, and I appreciate it so, so much. Hey, to top it all off, if that wasn't enough, and I actually might be missing something here that they served because it was a spread. I mean, it was like it was like somebody died. It was so much variety there, and and I mean that in a compliment. But uh, they had for dessert. Oh gosh, right from this county, Utahville, the site of a great, important Revolutionary War battle, the first American Revolution, by the way. They had from Utahville, South Carolina, fresh peaches, and they were chopped up and put into a, oh, perfectly warm peach cobbler. Oh, it was great. And 
oh, I mean, I had two servings. So if I'm a little sluggish here in today's y'all show, please understand. If you have a meal like that and you top it all off with peach cobbler, oh gosh, man, isn't it great to be a Southerner? And yeah, we're, they, you know, they don't have that kind of food anywhere else in the South or, or rather in the North or the West. They don't go out and have peach cobbler or get squash and corn they just harvested from their gardens. No, 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 no. So next time you talk to your Yankee friends or your friends, my old West dude, you remind them that we are an awesome part of the country. And hey, South Carolina, right now, you're you're doing a great job. Now, the challenge here on the Y'all Show is all the other 15 states. Hey, let me taste your peach pies, your sweet corn, and all the other delicacies that you have. And we'll kind of have a little contest. How does that sound? Well, we'll, maybe we'll get there. However, I'm looking forward to going to other parts of the South now that I'm here in South Carolina because I want to go to some of those states that are landlocked because they don't have a darn beach anywhere near them. I'm getting tired of reading about sharks. Oh, shark, shark, shark. And we have not luckily this time. I'm not reading about a shark bite that happened to a swimmer off the Carolina coast. However, there's a story out that I read that says, See how close a shark got to unaware Myrtle Beach swimmers. Now, this is the month of June. People flock to Myrtle Beach and the Grand Strand from all over the country, primarily along the eastern seaboard. But I saw this photo put out on socialist media, and it shows people at a high-rise hotel in Myrtle Beach filming straight down in the water. And there's a pretty large shark just having a field day. And he's not way off in the distance. This shark is in less than knee-high water. So we're talking one to two feet of water. This shark's swimming around looking for a snack. And these people had no idea. I mean, when you go in the ocean, you don't expect the shark to be in knee-high water. I mean, I don't know how they can even survive, but I guess that's their specialty. They come in, they're looking for the little small, tiny fish. Hey, and if they just happen to nibble on one of your toes, well, that's an added bonus. That's kind of like getting a little peach cobbler like I had on Wednesday night. But yeah, sharks are plenty. And at Myrtle Beach, even though there's plenty of people out there in the surf getting a little sun and surf and sand, oh gosh, be aware of sharks. They will come up in some of the waters that are extremely shallow and be careful. And again, luckily I'm telling you today that this was just a close call at Myrtle beach. However, we know recently an eight year old boy was bitten in the leg by a shark at bald head Island in North Carolina over the weekend. You recently had a 17 year old surfer in North Carolina. They were bitten by a shark, had to get their leg removed. The young girl, a great attitude and we wish her all the best, but be careful. And luckily, where I am, I'm not going to be going off in the ocean this week. At least I'll skip the Atlantic seaboard this week on this South Carolina trip. Sad news coming from Louisiana, as at Amit High School along the Louisiana-Mississippi line, along the Amit River, not far from, let's see, Macomb, Mississippi is close to here. An Amit High School football player died this week after football practice. The police department of Amit said it received a call around 9 p.m. on Tuesday about an emergency at the school. And when officers arrived, firefighters and EMT were administering CPR to Terrence Allen, a 15-year-old football player. And unfortunately, he died before arriving at a hospital. But again, another football player, I think we had one in Florida last week, dying of 
practicing for high school football. And here we go again with the sad news from Amit High Magnet School in Amit, Louisiana, in the West Florida, the Republic of West Florida area of the Pelican State there along the Mississippi border, dying after football practice. Now, on Wednesday, I was at Lawrence Manning Academy. That's in Manning, South Carolina. And I was visiting with a cousin, a distant cousin. But his, well, I mean, I don't know if you call it distant. His father is my first cousin. So I guess it makes him my second cousin. I don't know if that's distant or not. But this young man is a rising senior for the LMA Swamp Cats. And they had practice yesterday. In fact, they're practicing all this week for high school football, which we're now, what, two months away from the start of high school football. But I guess I'm just not used to kids out there in June having practice for high school football. Now, I know in the last couple of years, we've seen this seven on seven thing happen where it's football, but it's really just kind of, I don't know, I guess they run through some routes. It's just good practice to get ready for the season, but it's not real football. But these high schools are actively practicing. And so I'm, I hate telling you that a kid died in June, but it wasn't long ago. I don't think they were practicing in June, at least not in a traditional football practice, but I guess there are policies and strategies. And, and I know that the kid that I talked to on Wednesday told me that they watch the thermometer and if it's 90 degrees, they don't practice or maybe they go inside or every school has its own, own ways of doing things in terms of heat. But yeah, in June, they're, they're having evidently some full blown contact drills, perhaps in high schools. And if nothing else, they're out there in the heat. And here we go with sadly another high school football player dying in the month of June. Allison Janney, have y'all seen her on TV through the years? She was seen in Natchez, Mississippi, right there along the Mississippi River this week, as she was a surprise guest to a theater in Natchez, historic Natchez. And this was a fundraiser for the venue's restoration project. The star of the upcoming film Breaking News in Yuba County volunteered to be in a production at the Natchez Little Theater this past weekend. The film was filmed in Natchez and stars Janie, Myla Kunis, and Regina Hall. The event will feature Janie and a few surprise guests. Now, this Allison Janet, she's been in a whole bunch of stuff through the years. I know you know who we're talking about. She's been in series and she's also been in movies, but a very accomplished actress and in Natchez, Mississippi, which is no easy place to get to. I guess you can fly into Jackson, Mississippi at the Medgar Evers International Airport. It's about an hour and a half drive from Jackson. Now, a little bit closer drive might be flying into Baton Rouge and heading north about an hour or so to Adams County. But yeah, she was back in the Natchez area, again, helping out the theater there, the Natchez Little Theater, a lovely place, Natchez, Mississippi. You haven't gone to it. They have some of the most amazing plantation-type homes in the southeast, primarily because I think it was 1862 when the Yanks came up from New Orleans, the folks in Natchez said, oh, no, 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 don't shoot. You can just have our town. And they didn't have any Civil War battle there. And so, therefore, the town of Natchez gave up without any fight and all those historic homes, unlike towns like, well, my birth city of Columbia, South Carolina, and other towns across the southeast, they were completely demolished in the Civil War. Natchez, you got off easy. And now, because of that, you can go see all the historic homes, and maybe you'll even see 
actress Allison Janney in Natchez. Now to southeast Missouri to the boot hill of Mizzou. And if you're lucky enough to see this, a bus is making its rounds around the boot hill of southeast Missouri. It's called the Southeast Explorer. And it's an old bus that brings different exhibits to students in several cities of the boot hill. And it's run by the bear. The, well, uh, they're not the bear. They are the Red Hawks of Southeast Missouri State University. They changed their name two or three times. So apologies there to all of our Red Hawks fan. In fact, my son's got a football jersey that we got in Cape Girardeau just a few months ago when passing through SEMO land. But the traveling exhibit, it was first about space. Organizers say it's only fitting that they teach kids about the moon landing on this final trip, especially with the 50th anniversary happening next month. So if you're in the boot hill and I was just there two weeks ago, lovely place hanging out around Charleston, Missouri. Yeah, you can see this traveling bus around the southeast Missouri area. It's going to be in Jackson, Missouri today. It'll be in Scott City Friday. See this Southeast Explorer, the bus, the old bus, but it brings exhibits to students all across the Boot Hill in Southeast Missouri. Check it out if you have a chance. And maybe you can go to Sykeston, home of the throat rolls. Check out Lambert's Cafe. All right, here's some news from Nashville. I need to get Precious Harris's take on this. A lawsuit against Carrie Underwood alleges the theme of the Sunday night football deal on NBC that that was stolen. It's a stolen song. This lawsuit has been filed accusing Underwood and her producer of stealing this song used by NBC. According to the suit filed by Heidi Merrill, the artist says she wrote and subsequently recorded Game On, posting it on YouTube in March of 2017. She claims she later pitched it to Underwood's producer, Mark Bright, who she ran into him at an event in August of that same year. And Merrill says her pitch was ultimately rejected and then said she was shocked to see Carrie Underwood and NBC using a new theme song for Sunday Night Football that was substantially, even strikingly similar, if not identical, according to this lawsuit, to the song she says she wrote back in 2016. The suit claims that the song's similarities include not only the title, but also the tempo, the time signature, medley, and even the hooks are the same, according to this lawsuit. The claim also says copyright infringement and names nine defendants, including Warner Music Group, Mark Bright, that producer, Carrie Underwood, NBC, and the National Football League. Well, just go ahead and throw everybody into the lawsuit while you're at it. But yeah, you got to be careful on this kind of stuff. Remember the Baltimore Ravens, when they first started in 1995, I think it was, someone had faxed in sort of a sketch of a Raven when they were just announced that they were coming to Baltimore. And the Ravens actually kind of went with it and they got sued. They ultimately had to change their logo after one year. And I'm kind of glad they did. They got a, a lot better looking logo with a little bit of work and creativity put into it. But yeah, you got, you got to be careful out there. And Carrie Underwood might just be on the losing side of that if this lawsuit is successful. Well, we have now reached June 20th on the calendar, but the last couple of days, and it really varied depending on where you were, you had something called Juneteenth going on. And a woman in North Texas is dedicated to making Juneteenth a national holiday. Opal Lee is a native of Fort Worth, and she's got a museum there in the Fort Worth area filled with photos of family and memorabilia from Juneteenth celebrations 
and proclamations from over the years. Now, she's 92 years young, and she said, just like there's a King holiday, there's going to be a Juneteenth holiday. Texas was the first state to make Juneteenth a state holiday. Now, more than 40 other states recognize Juneteenth. The day marks the 1865 announcement in Galveston, Texas, that slavery was abolished. The announcement came two and a half years after the Emancipation Proclamation. Now, what do y'all think of that? <laughs> I think Juneteenth's perfectly fine to, to celebrate unofficially. We don't need another national holiday. I'm sorry. Oh, Miss Lee, I know you probably mean, well, we don't need a national holiday for this. Give me a break. But I, it would not surprise me if it catches more steam and people, just like a lot of other movements here in the last few years, they're going to be guilted into making this a national holiday. You're, so you'll have a Juneteenth holiday around June 20th. People will get a day off. Now, all the bankers out there probably are excited about this. Uh, but it, uh, just like two weeks after that, then you'll have the 4th of July holiday. I mean, come on, let's let's get realistic. I, don't, I can't believe Texas would fall for that. However, this did happen in Texas, which, by the way, I should know this as a proud South Carolinian. It's not a state holiday, to my knowledge, in South Carolina, partly because the kiddies are out of school. But there is something called Carolina Day here in this state, and it's sometime in June, and I am so embarrassed that I don't know the exact date. But sometime just about right now, Google it for yourself. But it really should be a national holiday. Carolina Day marks the day that American patriots and the American Revolution successively they successfully thwarted an advance of the British Navy that were they were coming to take Charleston in 1776. And these little patriots kind of didn't know what they were doing when they were just getting started in the American Revolution. They built a fort on Sullivan's Island out of palmetto logs and sand. And guess what? The British Navy, the most powerful Navy in the world, was not successful in taking Charleston because of the heroes on Sullivan's Island, people like Sergeant Jasper and others. And so that was the first victory in the American Revolution in 1776. And it is recognized here in South Carolina, but it is I bet most of you have never heard of that thing that happened on Sullivan's Island just outside of Charleston, right there at Charleston Harbor in 1776. So that, now that is cause for celebration. And even here in South Carolina, very few people even know about it. It's really more of a Charleston-type thing. But in the rest of the state, yeah, most people don't even, you wouldn't have a clue what Carolina Day is now they they know what the Carolina Cup is. That's a big horse race in Camden in the spring, but yeah, Carolina Day not 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 so much. But now that I'm I'm all for making that a holiday. Let's 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 get that passed through the halls of Congress around the, the Southeast or in the halls of government in Washington D.C. Hey, speaking of the halls of government, congratulations to Joy Harjo as she's been named the country's next poet laureate, becoming the first American Indian. To hold that position, congratulations, Joy. Now, Joy is from the Tulsa, Oklahoma area. She's 68 years old, and she was born Joy Foster, and her first name, Joy Harjo Sarapa, I think is how it's pronounced. She's a Muscogee American Indian, and she specializes in poetry and nonfiction, and she has a literary movement of the Native American Renaissance is the style there, but she's been working in the MFA program and done work at the University of Iowa in the creative writing program. 
but Joy Harjo, your new poet laureate of the country and our first American Indian to have that, male or female. What a what an accomplishment there for Miss Harjo. And that is a look at headlines from across the South here on this Thursday. We have more stuff coming up after the break. When we come back, we'll tell you about some great events going on across the Southeast right now in our Festive South feature. If you're looking for something a little fun, maybe you want to take my advice and come to South Carolina for a little tour of your own, but maybe there are some festivals going on that you want to take a little stand in and have a good time with. We'll have all that info, even got some music festivals to pass along. That's up next as we continue on with the Y'all Show. They always told Will he was too short to play basketball, but Will never listened. Will let his work ethic do the talking for him. Always in the gym, always running drills. Will knew where there was a will, there was a way, and he was Will. But then, after his second child was born, he realized the pros were all way better than him. So Will gave up and buried his high tops in a tearful ceremony. But one day, he heard that Geico could save him money on car insurance, so he switched and saved a bunch, which was awesome. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. When you feel heartburn up in your throat, you'll do anything for fast relief. You might chug milk directly from the source. Okay, girl, easy. You might slurp down an entire slushie in a single breath. Oh, that didn't help. Don't try just anything. Try new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers, the only antacid that melts to leave a cooling sensation while it starts working as fast as now to relieve heartburn. Oh, that's better. Soothe the burn with new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers. Use as directed. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. She's been staring out the window all nights in a row Like a caged up tiger, she's a pacing floor All the night is young and the moon It's the Y'all Show as we wrap up this first hour of our South Carolina coverage. 
as we're here all this week with good information, traveling the highways and byways of the Palmetto State. And here we are in Holly Hill once again. We're going to work our way more toward the Midlands on the next episode of y'all. So you'll want to catch all the coverage. In fact, I'll be in downtown Columbia again, and that'll be tomorrow. So we'll have all the coverage for you and we'll let you know what it's like to be back in the Back in the birth city. All right, looking at what's going on across the South. If you want to come to South Carolina, great. But if you want to go to other cool places around the region, well, we'll tell you about that right now. In our festive South, go get that gas in the tank and head South. Sounds of summer going on this week right now, all the way through July 25th. This is in Lowndes County, Mississippi, in Columbus. Go to ColumbusMainStreet.com for more information. You'll have free events on the banks of the Tennessee Tom Bigry River. And just a fun time there. Now, coming up here in, let's see, Charleston, West Virginia, going on until the 30th, is Festive All. And that is a multi-arts festival with multi-venues across the city with lots of dance, visual art, and more. Festive All, Charleston, West Virginia. This weekend in Roan Mountain, Tennessee, it's the Roan Mountain Rhododendron Festival. RoanMountain.com is the website. Roan Mountain, by the way, is R-O-A-N. Rhododendron, a beautiful blooming flower for you to check out. You can see a gorgeous display of the natural beauty of the North, North American continent, the rhododendron. Enjoy not only Mother Nature's glorious blooms, but also handmade crafts, food, music, and old-timey folkway demonstration. Again, this is in Roan Mountain in East Tennessee, it's the Roan Mountain Rhododendron Festival. That's this weekend. Now, also going on in the next few days in Beaufort, North Carolina, you have the Beaufort Old Homes Tour and more. Go to BeauftHistoricSite.org. That is B-E-A-U-F-O-R-T, HistoricSite.org for more information. In Sandestin, Florida, going on this weekend, it's the Emerald Coast Blue Marlin Classic. This takes place at Sandestin every June off the Florida Panhandle, and it is a precedent for world-class million-dollar sport fishing tournaments. Check out some great fishing at Sandestin, the Emerald Coast Blue Marlin Classic. Athens, Georgia this weekend is the 22nd annual Athfest Music and Arts Festival. You go there to the birthplace of REM and enjoy this three-day weekend of music and food and a whole lots of fun. Charlotte, North Carolina this weekend. It's the Charlotte Caribbean Children Carnival going on. Go there with your kids and find out all the, the fun things that about the Caribbean that you can share with the whole family. Louisville, Kentucky this weekend. It's the Kentucky Craft Bash. And this is a one-day event by the Kentucky Guild of Brewers. And Hopcat will transform Louisville's waterfront park into the state's largest, most exclusive tap room. So if you've been looking to get to Louisville, this may be the weekend to go. And if you don't want to go in that direction for some good drinking, head to Memphis this weekend. It's the Craft Food and Wine Festival. This event begins at 4 p.m. And it will be held at the Columns at One Commerce Square at 40 South Main in downtown Memphis. Now, you got to get tickets for that. Tickets range from $60 to $115.00. And VIP tickets are available for 115 bucks. You can go to the website craftfoodandwinefestival.com for more information. And that's a little sample of some of the events going on. Now, if you want to have a little music in your life, we've got a few more music festivals going on 
this weekend through the end of June. In Pelham, Tennessee, it's the Keller in the Caverns going on this weekend. Williamsburg, Virginia, it's Williamsburg Live. Coming up next weekend in Martinsville, West Virginia, it's Back Home Festival. And finally, next weekend in Norfolk, Virginia, in the Commonwealth, it's Bayou Boogaloo going on across the South here in the next 10 days or so. And that is a look at our festive South where you can head out and enjoy a great time in our region. And that is a look at all that plus more here in this first hour of y'all. When we come back in hour two, we'll get it going with a look at books. We have some info from y'all.com, some great stories that we'll share with you. Then we'll have our Southeastern Conference Spotlight. What's going on in the SEC? Who's surviving in Omaha, Nebraska? Plus, we'll try to dig up some SEC football news. It's our SEC Spotlight, and it's coming up in hour two. Stay with us as the Y'all Show continues from the hill, Holly Hill, that is. My husband and I need new phones, and we're looking to save money. Well, you've come to the right place. Look no further. Sprint has the deal for you. Double the fun. Lease the latest iPhone and get an iPhone XR on Sprint. Wow, iPhone XR has an amazing camera. Get in here for a selfie. Okay, great idea. Do I look okay? How's my hair? I'm switching to Sprint. Lease the latest iPhone and get an iPhone XR on Sprint. All you need is approved credit and 18-month leases. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. iPhone XR, 64 gigabyte, $31.25 a month. Second phone, $0 after $31.25 a month credit applied within two bills. Requires two new lines of service. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Excludes tax. As we watch the suburban garden gnome carefully, carefully without disturbing it, we notice that it moves like not at all. It's inanimate and utterly without brain function. But despite that, when a garden gnome hears about how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, it's clear to them you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. But on second thoughts, maybe don't watch garden gnomes too carefully. People might talk. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. From Southern Orangeburg County in South Carolina, the Y'all Show is back for another hour of Southern discussion and book talk. We'll have that in just a sec. And then in just a few minutes, we'll switch over to the Baseball Diamond with the latest from Omaha, Nebraska, the College World Series. It'll be our SEC Spotlight. We've got a couple of SEC teams that have already packed their bags and headed back to places like Fayetteville, Arkansas, and the Plains of Auburn. So we'll let you know the latest from Omaha, plus some other SEC sports news that you want to make sure you, you kind of keep your eye on. All that coming up in our SEC Spotlight. If you want to reach out to the Y'all Show, we have a 24-hour line you can call. You can text. It's so easy. It's 803-816-1170. Operators standing by 
803-816-1170. Also go to our website, y'all.com. We've got wonderful stories that you can find there. In fact, I'm going to give you a little sample of some of the y'all stuff in just a second in this particular segment of the y'all show. But also you can find us on Facebook and that's maybe the easiest way to kind of keep up with y'all because we kind of, we kind of stick it in your face. If you like us on Facebook and we encourage you to do that, when we put up new content, including each day when we put up the y'all show, it's right there on your news feed. So all you got to do is like it. It doesn't cost you a wooden nickel. And all you got to do is like it and it'll be right there multiple times a day. Great content from the South. And we'll have some of that content to kind of pass along your way momentarily. John Rawl here. This is y'all. We're in Holly Hill today. And we'll be leaving and heading back up north. We'll be swimming up the Congaree River and reporting from the Columbia area for our Friday edition. But before we get out of this part of South Carolina, let's go through here the New York Times bestsellers. And I've been looking for a local bookstore here in some of these towns I went to. And unfortunately, look, most of these towns all over the South don't have good local bookstores. Some do. Most don't. So you can go online and and find some of these. And I'm telling you, I don't know what Delia Owens, what kind of trick she pulled, but she, again, is number one on the combined book and ebook fiction of New York Times bestsellers with her book, Where the Crawl Dads Sing. Now, this is a first-time writer, her first book, and it's been 40 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list, and she has done a wonderful job with Where the Crawl Dads Sing in a quiet town on the North Carolina coast in 1969, a young woman who survived alone in the marsh becomes a murder suspect. Just the kind of stuff you want to read, especially sitting out there on the beaches of the South where the crawdads sing. Number one, been there for a while by Delia Owens in her freshman, her knob book. Congratulations, Delia Owens. Jennifer Weiner, her book is number two on the list. It's Mrs. Everything, the story of two sisters, Joe and Bethy Kaufman, and their life experiences as the world around them changes and drastically from the 1950s. There have been a lot of changes, no doubt, from the 1950s to today. I don't know how the timeline of this book exactly is, but I know in my time, in the let's say 1970s is when I was hatched, I've seen a lot of changes just like I bet you you have as well. Uh, what's the biggest change? I guess the internet might be the biggest change that we've all seen. And that's, I mean, I wouldn't be doing this show if not for the internet. I bet you there's a darn good chance you and your job wouldn't be doing your job if not for the internet or it wouldn't be done as effectively, perhaps. But yeah, that, all that's been done in, in the last 20 years, essentially. But yeah, that book misses everything out. Number two on the combined print and ebook fiction. Bestsellers list for the NYT. Mike Maiden, his book is called Tom Clancy, Enemy Contact. Jack Ryan Jr.'s latest adventures take him on a mission to stop an international criminal conspiracy and deal with tragic news. That Tom Clancy, Enemy Contact, out right now. It's, it's actually brand new. That one and Mrs. Everything are brand new on the bestseller list this week. We also have another new one to tell you about. On the bestseller list from Clive Cussler, the Oracle treasure hunting couple Sam and Remy Fargo embark on a new adventure to find a sacred ancient scroll and lift its curse. 
where do the people come up with these kind of topics? See, I don't fancy myself as an author, but if I were, I don't know if I'd have this kind of creative twist of books. But Clive Cussler, he's got this book out, and he wrote this with Robin Burselli, and it's out called The Oracle New this week, still in the packaging. And also at number five on the combined print and ebook fiction from the NYT, it's Unsolved by James Patterson and David Ellis, a string of seemingly accidental and unrelated deaths confound FBI agent Emmy Duckery. Unsolved, number five on the NYT book list. Now, the nonfiction combined print and ebook list is Unfreedom of the Press by Mark Levin, or Mark Levine, however he says it, the great one is all I know. And I had fun on, I think it was Monday of last week, talking about the great one with our storyteller from Taco Bola, Jerry Short. We went off on Mark Levine. This is a guy who bashes the South a lot. And I know he's supposed to be a conservative commentator, often on Fox News. President Trump has even singled him out, called him the great one. Sean Hannity loves him. But he doesn't love the South. He is a guy that uses Dixie as a punching bag every time he gets. And remember, as I said, if you missed our show the other day when we were talking with Jerry, in the Obama years, Mark Levin, Bill O'Reilly, a lot of these clowns that are supposedly conservative media, they would bash the South repeatedly just so they could then turn and bash President Obama. So you couldn't call them racist if they were bashing the South before they bashed Obama. That was their little tactic. Well, now we have a guy named Trump in the White House. I don't want to hear you bashing the South unless we deserve it. And most of the time, we don't deserve it. We, in a lot of ways, our sins have not just been reserved to this part of the country. It's been in other parts, including the North. Slavery was not just a Southern thing. They had slaves in every colony of this country. They've had bad things happen in other states of this country. People are poor in other states of the country in addition to the South, okay? We're not perfect, not saying we are, but we're not, we don't need to be a punching bag. And the great one, Mark Levin, often does that, and I don't like it. We're defenders of Dixie here on the Y'all Show. Songs of America is new this week. It's written by John Meacham and Tim McGraw. Yeah, that's Tim McGraw. And the Pulitzer Prize winner, John Meacham, and Tim McGraw, the singer and actor. Of course, you know him from The Blind Side and other movies. They explore how America was shaped by music. Who knew Tim McGraw could write a book? Well, he's done it with John Meacham, Songs of America. Hey, good job, Tim McGraw. Do y'all know where Tim might have learned his writing prowess? In college. Do you know where he went to college? He is a Indian. He went to Northeast Louisiana, where he played football. That school now, the University of Louisiana, Monroe Warhawks. And by the way, he's got ULM colors on the cover of this book. I don't know if that was intentional or not. But Tim McGraw, along with John Meacham, Songs of America. It's out. Brand new this week. It checks in at number two on the NYT bestsellers list. Here's a guy that I have actually seen in South Carolina. He was the commencement speaker in the summer of 1993 for the University of South Carolina Fighting Warhawks. Just kidding, Fighting Gamecock. David McCullough, oh, you know his great voice, the Pulitzer Prize-winning historian. He's got a new book called The Pioneers, and it tells the story of the settling of the Northwest Territory 
through five main characters. I wonder if Lewis and Clark are, are two of those characters, but the pioneers from David McCullough, who I'd love to maybe mimic his voice. He's got a, a soothing voice. He could read the phone book, and a lot of us would sit there on the edge of our seat and be mesmerized by it. But his book, The Pioneers, out this week. You have Educated by Tara Westover. This one I like. The cover's got a, a illustration of a pencil, and I love our I love our pencils. I don't. Do you have a pencil at your desk? I don't. I'm more of a pen guy, and uh, more of a fun guy. But yeah, the pencils are. I mean, one reason I don't think we use pencils that much is how often do you see pencil sharpeners on the wall? You know, in the old days in school, you always had a pencil sharpener there on the side of the chalkboard, I guess. And then you'd see them all the time in people's houses. I remember we had a, a pencil sharpener pretty readily available to use in my childhood home. And I bet you you did too somewhere. But, you know, pencils are still important and they they need some love. And, you know, frankly, let's be honest. We've been talking here today, man to man or woman to woman or man to woman. Let's be honest. Most people don't write anything in today's world. We're all about sending a text. We send an email. We don't actually write with a pen or pencil unless we're writing a check. And so that might be part of the reason we don't see as many pencils. But I'm a I'm a number two kind of guy. And educated, this book's got a pencil illustration on the cover. It's a daughter. Uh, it's the daughter of survivalists who's kept out of school, educates herself enough to leave home for a university. Now, I've seen this lady be interviewed. It's by Tara Westover. And I think she grew up somewhere around Utah or perhaps up into Wyoming. And it's a really fun read if you want to kind of see a little bit way or odd way, in my opinion, of, of raising children. But it's out there right now, educated. Now, on for five weeks, this next one's been on the bestsellers list in the nonfiction category. Howard Stern comes again. <laughs> Howard Stern, C-O-M-E-S, again. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I said it. The radio interviewer delves into some of his favorite on-air conversations from the past four decades of his career. Now, what makes this book different from any of his other great reads? I'm not sure. But Howard Stern, he wrote this. It's called Howard Stern Comes Again. It's out right now, number five on the combined bestsellers list. And you can check all that out. Now, there's some changes. If you look to the paperbacks of the New York Times bestsellers, I'll tell you a little bit about the paperback fiction category. Lisa Wingate, her book, Before We Were Yours. It's actually a book that has to do with this state that I'm in, South Carolina. A South Carolina lawyer learns about the questionable practices of a Tennessee orphanages. Uh, what what an interesting story and a weird twist there with two different states involved. Lisa Wingate, it's been out four weeks on the New York Times bestseller list in paperback form, Before We Were Yours. Now, another book that's different that's on the paperback list of the NYT, Celeste Nig, The Little Fires Everywhere is the name of her book. The Tattooist of Auschwitz by Heather Morris. It's been on the list nearly a whole year now. A concentration camp detainee tasked with permanently marking fellow prisoners falls in love with one of them. That's quite a twist from Heather Morris, The Tattooist of Auschwitz, World War II related book there. Stephen King, his book's been out a couple of weeks, The Outsider. And at number five on the list, it's the former president of the United States along with James Patterson. 
Bill Clinton has co-wrote, he co-wrote The President is Missing. President Jonathan Duncan, a Gulf War veteran and widower, takes on adversaries at home and abroad. That, that might make for a good read. That is new this week from <laughs> Bill Clinton and James Patterson. Some various books there for you to check out. Get on the beach and have a good read here this June. And that's a quick look at all of those books. Uh, quickly, paperback nonfiction options for you to check out. The Mueller Report, it's number one from the New York, uh, from the Washington Post, rather. Trevor Noah from Late Night Television, he's got a book out called Born a Crime. Sapiens, it's out number three on the paperback nonfiction list. Calypso from David Sedaris, it's out. And the Mueller Report is out. This is an introduction from Alan Dershowitz. His version is at number five on the paperback nonfiction list. Now let's switch over to y'all.com and what is on the website that is the ultimate guide to the South. There's a story there. We're in South Carolina. We're not far from the old North state. And there's an article by Clark Shelton on the website called North Carolina named best summer road destination. Well, maybe I came to the wrong Carolina this week, according to this article, but hey, uh, I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm having a darn good time here. But you can kind of go on here and check it out. Wallet Hub has compared 50 states across the three key dimensions, cost, safety, and activities. And then those scores are weighted across 33 key metrics. And they've got a whole breakdown if you follow the link to Wallet Hub. And by the slimmest of margins, North Carolina beat out Wyoming as the number one state for the best summer road destination. And to North Carolina's credit, hey, this is actually a repeat. Slimmest margins, they beat out Wyoming at number one. But they were number one last year, too. So all y'all in Raleigh and Durham, too, and Mount Airy and Asheville and Boone and let's see, Wilmington, yeah, Wrightsville Beach, Morehead City, Beaufort, and Rockingham, Hamlet, all those great towns in North Carolina. Congratulations. Number one for the second time in a row. Now, other southern states did well on this list. Virginia and Texas both finished in the top five. Louisiana, Florida, Georgia, and right here in South Carolina, Palmetto State, they all finished in the top 25. Other discoveries included gas is cheaper in the south. Five southern states, including Arkansas and Mississippi, sweeping the top five of the cheapest gas in the southeast. And I can I can believe that. Although South Carolina, I saw gas the other day. I think it was priced at $2.03. And we're getting close to being below $2. And I haven't seen that in quite some time. So SC does gas good, in my opinion. Now, I was, I mean, what's crazy about gas is I was passing through Middle Tennessee on the way here and I saw a gas station listed price of gas two sixty nine, I think it was, and two miles down the road, gas was like two fifteen or two two nineteen. I mean, forty cents a gallon difference in the same town. Now, now, where would you go if you had to go fill up? I don't think I'd be going to the expensive one, but there, there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to the strategy of gas prices even in the same towns. But yeah, you can check this article out, the link there 
at y'all.com as North Carolina named the best summer road destination from Wallet Hub as they've compared the states with all the various dimensions. And you can read more and find out what's going on there with that article. Also, at y'all.com, the results are in for the best vegetable of 2019, breaking down veggies by state. And this open-ended survey from Green Giant solidifies broccoli as America's favorite veggie for the second year in a row. Do y'all like broccoli? You know, last night when I had my feast at the Singletary household, I didn't see broccoli. No broccoli on the menu, but we had sweet peas and corn and also butter beans. No broccoli. And I'm just fine with that. Uh, Just fine with that. But this survey is time to the National Eat Your Vegetable Days. And that was held this week on Monday. Even more states favored the controversial broccoli more than in 2018, making it the best veggie. Uh, For the second year in a row, broccoli holds the number one spot as America's favorite vegetable, with 39 states choosing it it as the favorite. New vegetables that are in the mix, Montana's cauliflower and Alaska's asparagus, appeared on the map this year as the state's favorite for the first time. Not-so-hot potatoes. Only one state voted for the potato as the favorite vegetable in 2019. You think it was Idaho, home of the potato? No, it was Arkansas. (laughs) Arkansas loves them some potatoes, and five states chose potatoes as their favorite veggie back in 2018. Then you got the cucumber, and it was absent from the list this year. Last year, cucumbers were the favorite veggie in New Mexico and Louisiana. And I don't know why those two states have Texas sandwiched in between it, but Texans didn't like their cucumbers, and they went with other, I guess, broccoli as their favorite veggie choice. But that article at y'all.com for you to discover and learn and maybe get you in the mood for some good veggies here in the month of June. If you've got a, a garden out back that needs some good picking of veggies, you can go have your good time and and enjoy that right now. Now, before we go to break, since it is June, we're in South Carolina. We want to tell you about hurricane season. We're officially in it. We've already seen one named storm in 2019. Andrea was a a dud, thankfully. We hope every single one of these storms in 2019 end up being duds in the Atlantic Tropical Cyclone. But we have the names for them. And I think I may have mentioned this in the past, but just since we're here and kind of in the mood of South Carolina news and notes. Hey, here are your list of names for 2019's Atlantic Tropical Cyclones that could end up being major hurricanes. Already had Andrea. You can scratch that one off. Barry is the next storm to be named, followed by Chantal, Dorian, Aaron, Fernand, Gabriel, Humberto, Imelda, Jerry, Karen, Lorenzo, Melissa, Nestor, then Olga, Pablo, Rebecca, Sebastian, Tanya, Van, and Wendy, your Atlantic Tropical Cyclone names of 2019. The hurricane season is underway, and the National Oceanic Administration says there will be a 40% chance of a near-normal Atlantic hurricane season, 30% of a calmer season, and 30% that it will be a worse than usual. The official season started on June 1st, and it ends November 30th. For 2019, NOAA predicts a likely range of 9 to 15 named storms with winds of 39 miles per hour or higher, of which 4 to 8 could become hurricanes, 
with winds of 74 miles per hour or higher, including two to four major hurricanes, that's Cat 3 or Cat 4 or Cat 5 storms, winds of 111 miles per hour or higher. NOAA predicts these ranges with a 70% confidence and an average hurricane season produces 12 named storms, of which six become hurricanes, including three major hurricanes a year in the Atlantic climate. Uh, the storms coming up through the Caribbean and then possibly turning going northward, which would affect the states of Florida, Georgia, the Carolinas, Virginia, and more. Or they make that turn to the west, and then they get in the Gulf of Mexico, and it's Katie bar to the door with what happens now at y'all.com we have a couple of pointers for you to be hurricane ready so everybody here in holly hill which i know in 1989 hurricane hugo pounded this area pine trees down everywhere you got to be hurricane ready so plan what to do in case of an evacuation practice your evacuation routes know your closest shelters having a family emergency kit available with the essential supplies that includes water and food for at least 10 days for each member of your family and make sure it's easy to find you know don't don't go bury it in the basement put it in the closet right there off the kitchen you can go get to it because i bet you if a hurricane's coming your way you're probably going to lose electricity you're going to be in the dark so you want to find that have a first aid kit with bandages sterile gauze a thermometer, prescriptions, and over-the-counter medications available. Understand your options to purify drinking water. And and, uh, here's a a very important one. Know how to shut off your utilities. Know whether your property is flood-prone. Identify levees and dams near the area and determine if they are a hazard. The chances are if you live near a creek or river or perhaps even the ocean, you're going to be likely flooded in some way, shape, or form if a storm is really bad enough. So know where those things are. Look on a map, for goodness sake. Look outside in the backyard. If you've got a creek or a big ditch out there, it's probably there for a reason. Remember in Houston in 20, what was it, 2017 with the hurricane that kind of hung out over Houston for a while? They had ditches that were essentially runoff ditches that were just filled with so much water, and they couldn't get rid of it. And chances are, if you're a Houston resident, you knew about those ditches. You might not have ever thought they would turn into the Suez Canal. (laughs) But, boy, they were filled up with water, and that was a a disaster there in Houston. And we've seen that play out in many other places. Although Hurricane Michael not necessarily just sat down on the panhandle of Florida. But I was, as I told you, I was, thanks to my first cousin, Arthur, a loyal listener, his wife, Michelle, a great Nashvilleian, and all of their great family, their kids, very impressed. They were telling me that when Hurricane Michael, which again, it hit the Panama City area last fall, right in the middle of football season, when that thing hit there, that's a long way from where I am here in South Carolina. But that storm did more damage here in the Manning, South Carolina area, and in other parts of South Carolina and Georgia, than the hurricane that came in before that, that just sat over South Carolina and created so much rainfall that it was ridiculous how much rainfall came from that one. But then Michael came kind of, kind of came out of nowhere, and it produced 50, maybe 40 to 50 mile per hour winds, according to my cousin, Arthur, and they were literally going sideways. The rain was traveling right in front of your eyeballs, 
and it really destroyed the scoreboard at the Lawrence Manning Academy football stadium. The Swamp, I guess is what it's called, home of the Swamp Cats. And so luckily, it looks like they're going to get a new, really impressive scoreboard, thanks to Arthur's fine work. And they're going to have that up in time for football season, thanks to insurance money. But it wouldn't have happened that way if that storm, which again, went in on the panhandle of Florida, hundreds of miles away from where Manning, South Carolina is. And that storm did that much damage. So the point is, with hurricanes, man, just be careful because you don't have to live anywhere near they where they make landfall, and they will greatly affect you if you're not careful. I mean, they are, they're nasty things from flooding to the heavy winds to, if nothing else, remember on some of these hurricanes, especially along the Atlantic coast of Florida, where you have so many people living, when they send out those mandatory evacuations, the entire North Florida area becomes a parking lot on the interstate. South Georgia, you can't get a hotel room for hundreds of miles. I mean, it's it's ugly business. Now, we all know that's kind of par for the course living in the South. Hurricanes were here before we were, but you got to adjust and overcome all that. But yeah, be prepared as any good Boy Scout would be. Go to y'all.com. Check out the hurricane preparedness there and the article up by Clark Shelton right now. Hurricane season predicted to be near normal. Now, that's good news, but we never know. It's all a projection. and We'll find out if indeed that's what it's happened. But we've already seen one, Andrea, come through several weeks back, and we'll find out if this season will be maybe tame. That's what we're hoping for. And we want you to not be tame. We want you to be fired up because when we come back, we're going to switch over from talking about hurricanes and all the headlines of the Southeast and best-selling books to the world of the Southeastern Conference. We will be going to a SEC town for our Friday Y'all show, Columbia, South Carolina, home of the fighting Gamecocks. Maybe we'll have a little Gamecock news to pass along in the next segment. So we'll have our SEC report, including the latest from Omaha, Nebraska. That's coming up after the break. On Y'all, talk with a Southern accent. Hi, I'm Paul. I know what you're thinking. Oh, great. Another wireless ad. I know how you feel. And it seems like they're always full of this complicated, tricky language about their networks and offers and blah, blah, blah. Well, Sprint is going to do things differently and let you decide for yourself with their new 100% total satisfaction guarantee. Try it for 30 days, love it, or your money back. See? Simple. Now get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10e included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. So switch now. Visit your local Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. 30-day guarantee with new line of service. S10e, 128GB, $15 a month after $16.25 a month credit for 18 months credit applied within two bills. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Unlimited basic after 630.20, pay $32 a month per line with auto pay. Data D prioritization during congestion. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Speed maximums, use rules, $30 activation fee, and restrictions apply. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. 
When you feel heartburn up in your throat, you'll do anything for fast relief. You might chug milk directly from the source. Okay, girl. Easy. You might slurp down an entire slushie in a single breath. Oh, that didn't help. Don't try just anything. Try new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers, the only antacid that melts to leave a cooling sensation while it starts working as fast as now to relieve heartburn. Oh, that's better. Soothe the burn with new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers. Use as directed. Vandy, Vandy, oh heck yeah. It's the Y'all Show. Congratulations to Tim Corbin and the Vanderbilt Commodores. It appears they're going to be taking their ship and sailing right through the field in Omaha, Nebraska at the College World Series. Welcome back at Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. John Rawl here with the latest from Omaha. And it's great news for Vanderbilt. It's not so good news for a couple of other SEC representatives at the College World Series. But, hey, the good news, the Doors win on Wednesday, getting a win against Mississippi State 6-3, to and they are perfect. Along with the Michigan Wolverines, Vandy, have they've not lost a game yet in Omaha as they won 6-3 to in Game 8 of the College World Series on Wednesday. Game that was actually scheduled for Tuesday night, but they had some nasty weather come through Omaha. They had to push that game back. They also pushed back the earlier game played on Wednesday, and sad for the SEC as the Auburn Tigers fell to the Louisville Cardinals 5-3, to and the Tigers are back to the plains of Auburn with the season over, but Louisville advances with that 5-3 win in Game 7. And now what's left in the SEC, you have two teams that have packed up and left Omaha, Auburn and Arkansas. The Hogs went 0-2. That's also the case for the Auburn Tigers. Tough luck for Auburn. Remember, they had Mississippi State on the ropes. There was absolutely no reason they should have lost that opening game, Game 4 on Sunday evening against Mississippi State. But they let Chris Lamonis' team somehow get back into it in the last inning or so. And MSU walked off with a 5-4 victory. And with that win there, Auburn went to the loser's bracket against Dan McDonald's team in a game that had its own delays on Wednesday. The Louisville Cardinals of the ACC defeat Auburn 5-3 and move on to play Mississippi State on Thursday today. That game scheduled tonight at 8 Eastern. Now, what else is going on with the SEC representatives in the tournament? Vanderbilt, they don't have to play till Friday. They'll have the late game. Winner of Game 10 will face off against Vandy. And as I said, Louisville, Mississippi State, they get together tonight, to, and we'll see what happens there with the SEC. Hoping to have MSU survive. SEC hoping to have Vanderbilt surprise or uh, survive in Game number 12 and move on to the championship series of the College World Series. Those finals of the College World Series begin on Monday at 7 p.m. on ESPN with games 1 and 2, 7 p.m. on the 24th and 25th, and game 3, if necessary, to be played on Wednesday, June 26th, also a 7 p.m. from TD Ameritrade Park in Omaha, Nebraska. Now here's a combination that you don't see all that often. The NFL and the NCAA are teaming up for safety improvements 
as top medical experts from the NFL are asking college football physicians and trainers to help make the game safer. They want the NCAA to pitch in. And Dr. Alan Seals and Jeff Miller, the NFL's Executive Vice President for Health and Safety Initiatives, they were in Indianapolis at the NCAA headquarters earlier this week sharing data about their findings on the prevention and treatment of injuries. It's the most formal presentation league executives have had with college officials, and Seals and Miller hope the presentation leads to a broader conversation that includes discussions about lower body injuries. But the NFL and the NCAA potentially getting together to make safety improvements for both the professional and amateur circuit of football. And I think that's a good thing. Remember, as much as we love football, we don't want to see these teams have to deal with all the injuries. We don't want to see the players be hurt in a severe way, at least. We know injuries are part of the game, but man, it wouldn't be great if your major players in a given season don't have to be hurt the way they've been hurt and essentially out for three weeks, four weeks, sometimes the entire season. So I'm hoping with the NFL's money and the NCAA's numbers, the two can come together and make a positive and very meaningful change for the better for college football and safety. Now we have some other news going on, this time from the Plains of Auburn and football, as head football coach Gus Malzahn hopes to identify Auburn's starting quarterback early in fall camp. Right now, Joy Gatwood is uh, Gatewood rather is warming up for the Auburn football team at quarterback, but he's not alone. There's other competition in addition to Gatewood. You got Bo Nix, a freshman, and right now, according to Gus Malzahn, in the course of 15 spring practices. The Tigers have narrowed their quarterback race down from four to two front runners, Gatewood and Bo Nix, calling them quarterback one, quarterback one A. Gus Malzahn hopes the rest of the competition can be sorted out pretty quickly once practices resume in August as Auburn prepares to open fall camp in preparation for the 2019 season. They start the season with a non-conference showdown against Oregon. I was talking to Cousin Trey on Wednesday, he's an Oregon fan for whatever crazy reason, even though he's never probably even been in Oregon. Go Ducks. But yeah, Oregon and Auburn get together August 31st in Arlington, Texas at Jerry's Place for the opener there. Auburn going from the Chick-fil-A kickoff game in 2018 that played in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, now heading to Big D and Oregon on August 31st. So yeah, Gus Malzahn, he said Monday at a speaking of the Ambush Tour, This in Columbus, Georgia, an Auburn-related tour that he's on. He said, the first thing we got to do is identify our starter. We narrowed it down to two, so hopefully we'll be able to do that early in fall camp. Do y'all believe the Gus Bus? Do you believe he really has got a guy? This just strategy on his part to try to throw off the competition. Not sure. I'm sure Auburn fans are ready to get somebody that's going to do the job and firmly have them in place where there's no big question marks entering the 2019 season, especially in that game in Big D against the Oregon Ducks. Now, we have some more Auburn football news. Hey, it's Auburn Day here on the Y'all Show. Is Trenton Simpson. He began attending Auburn games as a child when his father was stationed at Fort Benning in Columbus, Georgia. And in 2020, the four-star linebacker will be at Jordan-Hare Stadium once again, but this time not as a fan, but as an Auburn Tiger football player. And that's because this recruit out of Charlotte, North Carolina's Mallard Creek committed to the Auburn Tigers on Friday during a ceremony 
out of school. Trenton Simpson, the number 52 overall recruit nationally in the industry, generated by 24-7 Sports Composite. He chose Auburn over Georgia, North Carolina, and Tennessee, and he becomes the highest-ranked prospect on the Auburn Comet list in the 2020 class as four-star receiver Kobe Hudson of LaGrange in Georgia. He went to Troop County High School. He's the only other top 100 recruit currently in the Auburn signee or commit class for 2020. So Gus Bus, Gus Bus bows on and his staff get, they get a pat on the back for bringing in a heralded quarterback to the mix as this four star or rather linebacker, this four star linebacker committing to the Auburn Tigers for 2020. And that's good news for Trenton Simpson and his family and all of the Auburn football fans, of which there are many. Now, how well is Auburn doing compared to the rest of the SEC, compared to the rest of the college football powers? Well, in our SEC Spotlight, we'll look at the latest 2020 football team rankings, most of which are dominated by the SEC, as we continue on with the Y'all Show. They always told Will he was too short to play basketball, but Will never listened. Will let his work ethic do the talking for him. Always in the gym, always running drills. Will knew where there was a will, there was a way, and he was Will. But then, after his second child was born, he realized the pros were all way better than him. So Will gave up and buried his high tops in a tearful ceremony. But one day, he heard that Geico could save him money on car insurance, so he switched and saved a bunch, which was awesome. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. When you feel heartburn up in your throat, you'll do anything for fast relief. You might chug milk directly from the source. Okay, girl, easy. You might slurp down an entire slushie in a single breath. Oh, that didn't help. Don't try just anything. Try new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers, the only antacid that melts to leave a cooling sensation while it starts working as fast as now to relieve heartburn. Oh, that's better. Soothe the burn with new Rolaids Heartburn Soothers. Use as directed. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 2424 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 2424. It's the Y'all Show as we wrap up this South Carolina coverage. 
as we're here all this week with good information, traveling the highways and byways of the Palmetto State. And here we are in Holly Hill once again. We're the number one team from 24-7 Sports for football recruiting in the 2020 class with, what is it, 18 commits thus far, including five five stars inked two. The Clemson Tigers, <laughs> they're number one. Alabama, roll tide. Alabama checks in at number two on 24-7 sports list. The LSU Tigers are at three, and those Georgia Bulldogs are at number four on the composite rankings. The ACC's, well, no, they're not ACC in football. The honorary ACC team, the Notre Dame Irish are number five. Miami's at six. Good job there by Mario and let's see, Ohio State 7, North Carolina 8. Hey, the Florida Gators check in at number 9 in the composite rankings. The South Carolina Gamecocks, Will Muschamp's got 13 commits to his class. And USC comes in at number 10 in this latest listing here. At 11 is Oregon. Trey, you'd be proud of that. Florida State's at number 12. Oklahoma 13. Have I skipped over Auburn? No, I'm, I'm kind of being facetious. I, I haven't. I still haven't said Auburn, even though they got some good news. Florida State's at 12 out of the ACC. The Big 12's OU is at 13. Hey, Texas A&M is 14 on the 24-7 sports recruiting. And, hey, I still haven't said Auburn. Guess he's at number 15 on 24-7 sports recruit list for 2020. Mississippi State, Joe Moorhead, got it going on in Octibaha County with 18 commits thus far for 2020. As the dogs on the gridiron are there at number 15, number 16, the Mississippi Land Sharks of Matt Luke with 16 commits for the 2020 class. And last but not least, and I'm not going to say last because I'm actually going to rattle off the other remaining SEC schools if I can dig them up here. But beyond the Mississippi Land Sharks at 16, at number 17, it's Gus Malzahn's Auburn Tigers with 11 commits to date, and that may have been put out there before this four-star linebacker, Trenton Simpson, said he was going to go to Lee County and yell, or Eagle, fly down the field. Auburn, 17 on the 24-7 sports listings. Georgia Tech, ACC, they're number 18. NC State, 19. Louisville, ACC, they're at 21. Oklahoma State out of the Big 12 comes in at 24. The ACC's Wake Forest Demon Deeks are at 27. Tennessee, oh gosh, they're not in the top 5, 10, 15, or 20, but the Big Orange comes in at number 28 and the latest 24-7 sports recruiting information. And Missouri is at 31. I'm running out of SEC teams here. Vanderbilt is at 42. Kentucky, what's going on with there with Coach Stoops? You know, he's supposed to be a great recruiter. And for whatever reason, at least according to the geniuses at 24-7 Sports, Kentucky, the Wildcat football team, 43 in the latest rankings. Much improvement, I'm sure, coming that way on the recruiting side for Coach Stoops and the Kentucky Wildcats there at Kroger Field. But that is a look at the 2020 football team rankings here as we close out the month of June on the Y'all Show. And Clemson may be number one, but there's three SEC teams knocking on the door Alabama, Louisiana State University, and the Georgia Bulldogs at number four on this list. And we'll find out if these teams move up at all. Remember, this is a very fluid time for high school prospects to make decisions. In the summertime, they go visit campuses. Some of them want to do it late. Some of them want to do it early. And they they kind of steer the ship. It's up to the kids at this point 
to make that decision where they're going to go to. And here we have a lot of SEC schools in the mix, some of which are right near the top. But as I said, it's not an SEC team, according to 24-7 Sports, right there on the top of the mountain. It's the Clemson Tigers, the national champs of college football. With 18 commits, five five-star commits, nine four-star commits. Well, if you've got a class like that, yeah, you'll end up at number one more than likely. But congrats to Dabo Sweeney and company, and congrats to all the other SEC teams, some of which, again, are easily in the top five. Those numbers may come and go a little bit over the next couple of months prior to the signing day. But that is a look at your 2020 football rankings from 24-7 Sports. Hope you enjoyed this recruiting information. And with that, that will conclude our y'all show for the day. We've enjoyed being here in Holly Hill, South Carolina. Once again, we're going to head north after this, and we won't be in the low country of South Carolina on our final show of the week. But we've had so much fun being here in the land of the hanging moss, the Spanish moss on the trees, great barbecue, great soft drinks, great people. And we appreciate everybody here on this side of the Congaree River in Holly Hill. We appreciate everybody who's helped us on the other side, the north or perhaps east side of the Congaree River, Lake Marin. And that would be people in Somerton, also in Manning, and of course, all those along in Sumter, South Carolina. Great time. Thank you all very much. Thank you all for listening. The Y'all Show will be right back here in the state capitol or just outside the state capitol with our final show of the week. It'll be Friday free for y'all on the Y'all Show. You don't want to miss that fun. And that's all heading your way tomorrow. Until that time, John Rawl signing off. We'll be right back here with the fun tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. You have been listening to Y'all Talk with a Southern accent from Holly Hill, South Carolina. need new phones and we're looking to save money well you've come to the right place look no further sprint has the deal for you double the fun lease the latest iphone and get an iphone 10r on sprint wow iphone 10r has an amazing camera get in here for a selfie okay great idea do i look okay how's my hair i'm switching to sprint lease the latest iphone and get an iphone 10r on sprint All you need is approved credit and 18-month leases. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1 today. iPhone XR, 64 gigabyte, $31.25 a month. Second phone, $0 after $31.25 a month credit applied within two bills. Requires two new lines of service. If canceled early, remaining balance due. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Excludes tax. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic, and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. As we watched the suburban garden gnome carefully, carefully without disturbing it, he noticed that it moves like 
Not at all. It's inanimate and utterly without brain function. But despite that, when a garden gnome hears about how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, it's clear to them you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. But on second thoughts, maybe don't watch garden gnomes too carefully. People might talk. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council.